As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Thursday, week seven. The NFL season is upon us as the New Orleans Saints visit the Arizona Cardinals. And my ginger brother, Andy Dalton, will try to snap a 11-game losing streak on in road primetime games. That gentleman right there had no problem on primetime mm-hmm. games. There's no problem on primetime. Can't get more color Because right. this show is decent prime. Maybe you are having some problems. Then. Quite no like And look at you. You're looking sharp today. There we go. Yeah. yeah looking good. Got, uh, we got a big show today, as we always do on Thursdays. We'll be chatting with our good friend, great friend, Brad Evans, will join us in just a little bit. He'll give us his favorite prop plays, not only for tonight, but also for the upcoming weekend. We will talk to Brett McMurphy from the Action Network, college football reporter and insider there. Uh, and uh, I'm sure he has some uh, great nuggets about the Tulane Green Wave being ranked for the first time since you were there. I'm excited about it. Uh, tempered enthusiasm, only because I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse. Uh, being ranked is not a goal we have. Being AAC champions is the ultimate prize. So You're the first time in school history. Yeah, because we were Conference USA yeah. when I was there. We were not, I don't even think there was an, uh, not, was not an American There was not an American Athletic League. That's Remember big. when they were uh, Power Six? I think they still say they're part of it. You and I, on different wavelengths, were a part of uh, the push for Power 6, right? You were at USF. I was on the Navy broadcast. They loved that P6. They put it on the yard markers. 
But enough about Tulane. We got some big things happening. Tonight. Got a lot going on. Yes, we do. Our good friend Carl Johnson, Jick Jack Johnson. Jack. Will give us the latest from behind the counter. He'll join us at the top of the next hour, 7 o'clock Eastern. And we will chat with Jared Smith from Pickswise, the Nerfy King. And uh, I don't know, maybe we, right before first pitch of Yankees and Astros, maybe we can sneak in a couple thoughts on game two of the ALCS because that game won't get going until around 737. So we'll sneak it in, see if he does have any uh, nerfy thoughts. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a Thursday, Sean, without the crew coming in studio, Derek Stevens and company. Derek, of course, the owner and CEO of Circa. And we could talk about just the carnage that has been the Circa survivor to this point. 94% of the entries, including this guy and that guy, all gone. Sean does still have one glimmer of hope with a group of his buddies. Still, still alive. Yes, I do. Um, also, for Derek, them exciting times. As you know, Derek is in partnership with the San Diego Chargers. Mm. I mean, the San Diego Padres, Padres yep. uh, who even the series at 1-1 yesterday. Uh, so I know he's fired up. He's excited. I know him and Nicole went to the game. I hope I can get a pair of those nice, fancy shoes. I'm going to ask for a pair. Yeah, they were like yeah. gold shoes, yeah, like yellow those. shoes. I'm yeah. not sure what they were. They looked sharp, though. Make me cool with the kids. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to put his... Uh, well, let's put his feet to the fire, see uh, if he's going to be headed to San Diego. They're obviously going to be on the road the next three games. Hopefully, I'll be honest, hopefully they don't come back to San Diego. Hopefully they just go to Philly, sweep all so three games. So is it 2-3-2? Two, two? Yeah. Hmm. And no day off. They go two. I don't think so. They're coming back to San Diego. So yeah, I think. I think yeah. there will be a game. The Phillies six. are hitting the ball too good. Like, what was it, 4-0 yesterday? 4-zip. And yep. then it was 4-2. And what's crazy, at the end of the second inning, there had been six runs scored, yet the Nerfy hit in the first. No runs scored in the first. All right. We got a lot to get to. As Sean mentioned, great guest slate uh, on hand tonight. We'll have a lot of betting information, and uh, we do have Thursday night football. We do have game two of the ALCS. We've got NBA action. We've got NHL action. We've got college football action it is a loaded, loaded day here on October 20th. Before we get to bettable or forgettable, sir, any bets to tell the folks I about? do. I have a Yankees first five wager. I uh, think the Astros have a better back half of the bullpen than the Yankees, so I don't want to deal with those late innings and those big Astros bats, especially there in Houston. So I'm going Yankees Yeah, some plus first money five. on that. Yeah. I also have a – I love the Las Vegas Golden Knights tonight – uh, I should have gotten it last night. It was uh, minus eighty cent. It's all way, it's all the way down to uh, or up to minus two dollars and five cents. So I took the Knights on the puck line. Bad scheduling situation for the Jets, who were in Colorado in the altitude. Actually won that game in overtime, but now they have to fly to Vegas in a back to back. Their backup goalie is in goal. So I like the Knights tonight. Not to blow a 2-0 lead like they did in their last game uh, and get the victory. Thompson's been excellent so far this season, uh, filling in for an injured learner. So I like the Golden Knights in this spot as the better team and in a great scheduling uh, situation. All right. Uh, and uh, I haven't – you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the Troy Trojans tonight. Money line? Uh, no, I'll go plus three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conference game against South Alabama. Two pretty good teams. Uh, this is much better in my eyes than the ACC game. I'd much rather watch <laughs> – the Sun Belt game between Troy and South Alabama tonight, then UVA and Georgia Tech, even though my eye will be on that game because I need somehow, some way 
Georgia Tech to lose the remaining of their games because they have under three and a half wins for the rambling wreck. They what are did your three. boy uh, Adam Burke say he liked well, when you guys did your college football betting cap podcast? By the way, if you have not checked out Thank the VEASAN college betting podcast, my guy Tim Murray hosts it with Adam Burke, Matt Newmans, and a group of others. It's excellent. Uh, do, did Adam have a strong opinion in uh, either one of these Thursday night matchups? He did not. I will text him and see if he has a play on either one of those games. But uh, Matt Newmans and myself just recorded the Thursday full breakdown of the card, and uh, that should be in your feed momentarily. Because, so I appreciate the play. Yeah, and, you know, Troy, South Alabama, that's right in Burke's that wheelhouse. Is, that is 100%. <laughs> that is a Burke play that's if I've sweet ever seen spot. one. So yeah. let's, go, I will text, let's go to the guy that excels in that area. I will text Adam Burke and see what he is uh, what he is thinking there. So by the, by the way, that's a VEASAN pro tip. Even the experts know that there are certain people who are more of an expert or more concentrated in certain aspects of each particular sport. Don't be afraid to look to others sometime for the right information. Absolutely. All right, Son, let's get to it. A little bettable or forgettable, and let's start Thursday Night Football. NFL, we have the Arizona Cardinals hosting the New Orleans Saints, it is the mash unit for the New Orleans Saints with Jarvis Landry out, Marshawn Lattimore out, Michael Thomas out, and Andy Dalton, my ginger brother, will get the start. The big news, though, Sean, for this game, the return of DeAndre Hopkins from his six-game suspension for violating the NFL's PED policy, and uh, Robbie Anderson is expected to play, but I wouldn't expect all that much. Sean... DeAndre Hopkins, we'll start with him. The Arizona Cardinals, in most spots, are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Looks like BetMGM, they might be at three. Bettable or forgettable that DeAndre Hopkins back from suspension? Well, I think it's extremely bettable. I mean, you're talking about one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League who's returning. And I'm going to give you two words for DeAndre Hopkins tonight, and it's something that... As a coach, you understand in different situations you deal with. And the two words are fresh legs. You're talking about a guy that's caught for over 1,000 yards in every full season. He's been in Tim. He's coming back, doesn't have the wear and tear of the first six weeks of the NFL season on his body. Those guys on defense do. Saints have already been below average in the secondary. Don't ask me how because they have a lot of resources and money put on that defense, and they have not lived up to their standard, which is – very interesting considering Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, is now the head coach. I think this is extremely bettable. I love everything over for DeAndre Hopkins tonight. Over five and a half catches, over 61 and a half yards. I've already bet him first touchdown in the game. I got plus 750 here at Circa. Visa and Pro Tip, always shop around. Bet MGM, DraftKings, whatever apps you have available. Get the best possible price. I also have Hopkins anytime touchdown. I just think fresh legs, he's going to look faster. He's going to be faster. Only thing I'd probably be hesitant about with DeAndre, and this is more of a coaching thing than a betting thing, is putting the ball on the ground. Like not having been in live contact, that can be an issue, ball security. But I think he's going to get a bunch of targets, especially with Hollywood Brown not being available, being out due to injury, and the fact that Robbie Anderson just doesn't know the system yet. So I think this is going to be an opportunity for a huge game for DeAndre Hopkins, but I think he's going to get eight-plus targets, in my opinion, at minimum. I think they're going to try and get him involved in the red zone as much as possible because the Cardinals, to be honest, Tim, they need a spark. They need a pick-me-up. They need something so people can get off of the fire Cliff Kingsbury wagon and that you guys should not have extended and paid Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray top quarterback, 
wagon. So I see both of those things happening. Also, don't forget now, NFL in-season hard knocks is coming to Tempe, Arizona in a few weeks. So wouldn't it be great to be talking about the reemergence of DeAndre Hopkins as opposed to uh, when is Cliff Kingsbury getting fired? So I like Hop tonight to, to have an opportunity for a big game. And when you're playing these receiver props, to me that's the most important thing, Tim, is who is going to be involved, who's going to get the amount of targets to go over some of these numbers. And I definitely think that's applicable tonight for Hopkins. Yeah, I joined you on those uh, on those touchdowns. You see the hype video that uh, DeAndre Pretty put dope. out. Yeah. yeah, got a little LL Cool J in the background. Don't call it a comeback. <clears throat> a little workout video got me fired up. You know, my greatest regret outside of uh, losing my hair was is that a regret? Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. <laughs> if, I could, if I could redo anything in my life, I just want my hair back. <laughs> um, not taking more pictures, video not being as prominent as it is now. Some great, great things that occurred, happened that you'd love to have captured. And, you know, we were kind of right before this social media, you know, uh, technology craze. And I just said that to say the video is excellent, DeAndre. Who's ever your video person? Video guy? Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh, Final thought (laughs) on this game. Brad Evans is going to join us here in five minutes. My guy, Andy Dalton. Hashtag my time. Andy Dalton has lost 11 straight road primetime games. Five straight by 17 or more points, bettable or forgettable? Well, first of all, how does Kirk Cousins get abused and berated for this and not Andy Dalton? So I guess I'll put him in the same boat. Looks like it's a Cardinals play for me. All right, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. The big noise, Brad Evans, his favorite prop plays. Coming up next, you won't want to miss it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside sean king Mm -hmm. i am tim murray and it is our pleasure to always welcome in on a thursday hashtag tequila thursday a man who enjoys an indulgence of tequila just a little bit. And that would be the one and only Brad Evans at Noisy Huevos on Twitter. Mr. Evans, man, you're Illinois fighting the Illini. Boy, oh boy. Are you getting ready to come to Pasadena? You know, a little Rose Bowl? What do you think? Oh, man, that'd be a dream come true. I was <laughs> at the last time Illinois made the Rose Bowl. That was the USC game where Sharp Mendenhall had a breakaway touchdown. Uh, early in the second half. Other than that, they got steamrolled by Mark Sanchez and company of all people. My guy Kyle Hudson was playing wide receiver for Illinois in that game. Shouts to yeah. Shouts to Kyle Hudson on can, that squad. Can Brad do me a, a quick favor? Um, whomever told you last week that DeVito was not playing, can we make sure at some point that we get some <laughs> get back, please? <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that was an enormous difference. Yeah, that and I was in the house, and I was shocked when I heard uh, Bielema mouth, hey, uh, Tommy DeVito's going to start and play. And I said, well, Illinois is winning this game. And, boy, they took care of business. They absolutely dominated Minnesota, really, from start to finish. We're talking to Brad Evans, our good friend. Check out his show, Live on the Line, part of the uh, stadium family there, Bally Sports. Uh, all his content, just follow him on Twitter, at Noisy Wavis, including his picks. So let's get into Thursday Night Football. The best uh, prop guy in the business. Brad, let's start with the man who put out a hype video about his return, and that would be DeAndre Hopkins. What type of game are you expecting from D-Hop in his return to the Cardinals lineup? Yeah, last I checked, I saw the uh, line on yardage was in the low 60s at BetMGM. I'm not touching that, uh, but I do like the over on his receptions available at BetMGM at plus money right now, and that's over five and a half. You got 10.7 targets per game up for grabs. Uh, That is a role vacated by the injured Hollywood Brown. And, you know, you look at Hopkins last season, I largely underachieved, really, uh, consistently under 60 yards in a game, but, you know, he's going to be the point of emphasis. He's going to be the number one, but I also expect this to be a low-scoring affair. However, without Marshawn Lattimore venturing in that secondary for the New Orleans Saints, 
I mean, D-Hop, who wasn't dealing with an injury, uh, obviously could step in and really fill that massive role uh, left by the injured Brown. You know, one thing that I played tonight, and I want to get your opinion on it. I can't actually cancel it, but. <laughs> you should be able to cancel a wager if the game hadn't started. By the way, add that, books. Um, I do think they're going to make a concerted effort to get the ball to Hopkins in the red zone. So I played anytime touchdown. You like that or, or not so much? Well, yeah, look, he's going to be force-fed. You know, the volume is going to be cranked to 11 spinal tap style tonight. There's no question in my mind. Uh, D-Hop's uh, probably going to see anywhere between 8 to 12 targets in this game. And some of those, you know, if they're knocking at uh, the door of the goal line, are going to go his way. So uh, if he cannot pull a Darnell Mooney and actually squeeze the rock at the goal line, uh, I think he is uh, going to score you some cold hard cash. So I, I like that one quite a bit. I say rock and roll with it, but I think touchdowns, much like most Thursday nights, are going to be rather infrequent. Well, just in case infrequent is not a strong enough adjective, I've already committed (laughs) and the bet is already in. I played the no touchdown wager. I will play it for every primetime game the remainder of the year. Yeah, and you're never going to hit it because it already hit and – you missed out on the 125 to one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I got uh, oh. a lot of field goals in that uh, Broncos Chargers game. <laughs> unders, <laughs> unders 13 and six so far in prime time this year. We're talking to Brad Evans. Uh, we'll get to his uh, Sunday plays here in just a little bit, but we do have Thursday night football in uh, a little under two hours. So we know Mo- Michael Thomas is out. Obviously, Jarvis Landry is out. So what does that mean? For the likes of a guy like Alvin Kamara, what are we expecting from RB1 there for New Orleans? Yeah, and it's really interesting to see the movement on his rush yards prop this week. Uh, you know, at 61 and a half is what I grabbed at, at BetMGM, and he could still get it right now in the low 60s, and he is going to be a heavy-duty worker. Probably going to 18 to 20 carries in this game. You look at Arizona, give it up 4.40 yards per carry to running backs on the season. I think Camaro's getting it over that. I think Camaro too is going to be very active in the pass game. Love the over on the four and a half receptions prop at plus money right now. A guy that's got uh, seven and six receptions in each of his last couple of games in his top five in target share among eligible rushers. So uh, those are two I really like with Camaro. And I also like, I'll throw another one, kind of a guy that's under the radar, Jawan Johnson. At tight end for the New Orleans Saints, I grabbed it at 22 and a half receiving yards at MGM when it opened. It's up to 27 and a half right now, and I'd still play that over as high as 29 and a half because Arizona guys is giving up 7.5 receptions and 85 receiving yards per game to plus size targets. Eight tight ends have reached at least 30 yards against him, and Johnson is going to do it again tonight. If you want a kind of a deep play as an anytime touchdown. That's one name I would look at. Brad, uh, taking a look at Kyler Murray, 245 and a half is right now what the odds mm. are over under on passing yards at BetMGM. Uh, what type of game are you expecting from Kyler tonight? Well, to go Billy Raft on you, a nickel damer kind of <laughs> game for him, I think, tonight, because that's all he does in this uh, Cliff Kingsbury branded air raid. I would take the under on it. I think he's got to be anywhere between uh, 235 and, and 245 here in the end. I grabbed it at 247 and a half when the line opened at BetMGM. But, you know, he's one of the lowest in the ADOT average of the target. 
and passers in the league. So he really doesn't take a whole lot of chances downfield. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I think, uh, tonight will operate primarily in the intermediate range, anywhere between 10 to 15 yards on his average target, which really doesn't move the meteor on this prop. So give me the under. At Noisy Wavos on Twitter is where you can find Brad Evans live on the line. His show uh, with our good friend Danny Kleppinger as well. Great program, part of the Bally Sports family there. And uh, check out all his uh, audio content, Fade the Noise podcast, all of that good stuff at Noisy Wavos on Twitter. So there you have it, his Thursday night football look. But we got a full card coming up on Sunday. And uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, let, let's get it cranked up. Let's crank it up. Peter Gabriel style. Bust it out for us, Brad. Where are we going with that sledgehammer? I can't believe I'm sledgehammering this, uh, quite honestly. And it, it took me, it took me no lie, like 10 minutes to spell his last name correctly. But I love Kyle Juszczyk. Over on receiving yards this week, just uh, sitting at 11 and a half. That's it. Why? Because he has a mother of all matchups against Kansas City, uh, who just refuses to defend the short field. They're giving up 8.8 receptions and 75.7 receiving yards per game just to the running back position. That's tops in the NFL and most allowed in either one of those categories. Ushek is averaging 13.8 routes run per contest. And he has smashed the over on this in four straight games. So whether it's a one-play payday, because it may only take one catch, he's averaging 14.9 yards per reception, or maybe he does it in two, I think he hits the over and convincingly so on his 11-and-a-half receiving yards prop. Who would have thunk it? I'm wagering cold hard cash on Kyle Juszczyk. <laughs> hey. Sometimes it can uh, bear out a lot of fruit. Uh, we do have a graphic up here. You also are uh, keen in on Nick Chubb over on his rushing yards. Why is that? Uh, it's really weird. We've seen some movement in the reverse direction from where I wagered in. Uh, I, I got Chubb at 76 and a half yards. It's down to 71 and a half yards right now at BetMGM. And as long as the coaching staff at Kevin Stefanski isn't you know blitzed out of his mind, He's not going to give him 12 attempts like he did last week, which is inexplicable and unexplainable. I think he's going to get back to the 17 to 22 carry uh, you know, level against Baltimore, which has given up 4.55 yards per carry to RBs this season. So whether you get it in the 70s or that line pushes into the 80s, uh, take advantage of the discount. Should be another nearly 100-yard effort from Rub-A-Dub-Dub and the Chubb Club this weekend. <laughs> hey, before we let you run, I'm curious. We uh, get the return of Taylor Heineke. Uh, any props for the uh, the magic one, Taylor Heineke, you like here in the final 20 seconds? Yeah, wager on his legs. I took the over at 10.5. I think it's up to 13.5. I play up to 14.5. Uh, he will be an impromptu, opportunistic runner against a Green Bay defense. It's coming up over five yards per carry this season. At Noisy Huevos, where you Great can find stuff, our baby. good friend. Enjoy Tequila Thursday. We'll talk to you next week, Brad. Go Tulane! I'm out! <laughs> Top 25! How about that? Your two squads are crushing it, and Notre Dame sucks. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, VEASAN has a mid-season offer to make you a smarter better. 
Sign up now for just 99 bucks and get VEASAN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl for all for less than the normal monthly rate. You can also get VEASAN's subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game. 99 bucks for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at vcin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Thursday Night Football tonight. Got the Saints visiting the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at BetMGM with a total of 43-and-a-half. Just had on our good friend Brad Evans and uh, looking at some Alvin Kamara overs on rushing yards and receptions over on DeAndre Hopkins receptions, Jawan Johnson, he likes the over on receiving yards, and he likes under on Kyler Murray passing yards for tonight. Those are uh, what Brad Evans was looking at. We will chat a little college football with Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. He will join us. Some, uh, he's been covering college football for a long time from your <coughs> neck of the woods, yeah, Tampa. Man. Yeah, good guy, great reporter. Excited to have Brett on. Yeah, so we'll have him on. How'd here. you pull that off? Well, you know, got peeps. He just may or may not have responded to a text message that I sent him and said, Hey, do you want to come on with Sean King and me? He said, Sure. There you go. Sometimes, you know, it's like it's like asking a girl on a date. You never know a response until you you ask. Well, I I'm st- trying to get some celebrities in, in studio on um tomorrow. Charles Woodson has a big golf event going this weekend. Well, so that a lot would be of nice. high profile guys are here, but some scheduling issues kind of right in the middle. Does of... he just carry his Heisman Trophy around with him? <laughs> That's what I would do. Just walk around with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, a little uh, a little NFL or a little college football news just to pass across to you. As Pete Thamel from ESPN has uh, reported that Troy will go with graduate transfer Garrett Dagey to start tonight against South Alabama. Dagey, the uh, West Virginia uh, grad transfer, so he will be the starter tonight for Troy. Troy and South Alabama, that came coming up uh, at the b- bottom of the next hour. And uh, I like the dog a little bit here. So you Troy. know South Alabama's uh, quarterback, Carter Bradley, kid I recruited out of high school? That's actually Gus Bradley's son. Really? Yep. He was at uh, Toledo last year, mm-hmm. wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he played pretty well against uh, Notre Dame. I got to do a little research before this game kicks off in, what, about 27 minutes? Because, or a little bit hour. I got an hour. Yeah, it's a bottom is, of the next is, hour. Is this Daigie? Garrett Daigie from West Virginia. Jarrett Daigie. Is, yeah. Is he, is he brothers with Seth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you got that game. A little Sunbelt action coming up. We also have an ACC game tonight uh, between Virginia and Georgia Tech. Well, it is a Thursday, and each and every Thursday we give you our updated top five teams mm-hmm. in the NFL. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, we will certainly uh, revisit all our favorite plays. Remember Carl Johnson uh, from uh, BetMGM down there in the Beau Rivage will give us the latest uh, from behind the counter coming up top of the next hour. So we'll get a little uh, update on where the money's coming in, Sean. But uh, why don't you start? Who is your number five team in the NFL? I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. And I know they're coming off of a loss in Atlanta. But I still am just going by the eye test, by looking at it and thinking and projecting, okay, who has the most components to be 
a legit contender by the time we get to the end of the season. I just look at this 49ers team. Whenever they get fully healthy, uh, they have the defense. They have the wide receiver group now to be a legitimate big big play threat. And, I mean, Jeff Wilson is the starting back most likely, but Eli Mitchell gets back at some point. And, of course, we know when it really is time to go to battle that Debo Samuel will be in the backfield. So I put the 49ers at five. That actually was the only tough selection out of the top five was who to put at number five. Yeah, it's it's interesting to kind of break down the NFL. I think the majority of people listening and watching probably have the same top three in one order or another. And then I think four through eight can be debated. Uh, my number five is also a team that just lost. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they have really impressed me. We were... I was very down on this Cowboys team coming into the year. They had questions on the offensive line. And I would say for the most part, because of their defense, uh, they have continued to rise for me. Yes, they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, but I thought they showed a lot of fight in that game to to make it a one-score game before ultimately losing by nine. And the Eagles, much to uh, Sean's uh, delight, did get the cover against the Cowboys. But with Dak back at practice, uh, this is a projection, but upgrade at quarterback, I think this is one of the better teams in the NFC. So uh, Dallas, uh, they get number five for me uh, there in my top five teams. Yeah, I actually had Dallas ranked four. I didn't downgrade them a lot for the loss to Philly. That's a division game on the road, prime time against what you will see as a team I think pretty highly of in the Philadelphia Eagles. And they fought back, and they did it without their starting quarterback. So I think Dallas has probably the most upside of anyone. Michael Gallup is now healthy. Uh, CeeDee Lamb Probably not a true number one, but he doesn't really have to be because Noah Brown has emerged, Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard's involvement. They have enough weapons with the way that defense is playing. I think Dallas is going to have a say in who represents the NFC in this year's Super Bowl when it's all said and done. So I have the Cowboys at number four right now. All right, my number four team is the first time I've put them in my top five. And I'll be honest, I'm not putting them in with a ton of conviction. It's almost based off of record and the division they play in. Putting the Minnesota Vikings in there. I, I like the Minnesota Vikings preseason uh, to contend for the a- NFC North. They are 5-1. and one. I'll be honest, the performance they had on Sunday against Mini- uh, Miami was really not that impressive. They got a bunch of turnovers. They were outgained 485 to 234, uh, but they got a solid quarterback in Kirk Cousins as long as he's not playing on primetime. They've got really good weapons. They've been healthy so far this year, and I think... In an NFC that looks pretty gettable, maybe outside of Philadelphia, I'll put Minnesota sneaking in there at number four. I'll uh, I'll give them a little bit of edge over a 5-1 team like the New York Giants. So give me Minnesota at number four. So my issue with Minnesota was this. First of all, I can't put you in the top five if my co-host says that you're good except when it's primetime because <laughs> all the playoff games are going to be on primetime television. Also, and listen, it's hard to win in this league. It's evidenced by how many people have already been knocked out of Circus Survivor. But that Green Bay win doesn't really look that good. Green Bay's not very good. That Detroit win, Detroit's not very good, and they were down to the wire. The Saints, probably the most disappointing team, at least for me this year. The Bears are awful. The Dolphins, they've played with the 18-string quarterback, and then the backup ended up playing in Bridgewater, but obviously he wasn't healthy enough to start the game. So I just don't know who they've beaten, Tim. I haven't liked how they look, so I left them off. But I get why you have them there. And I took a long time on them because the Chiefs are my third-ranked team, and I almost threw them out of my top five because I just don't trust Andy Reid. 
This 2022 version of Andy Reid, I'm not sure what's going on inside of his head. I know he's been a really good coach for a really long time, but some of his in-game decision-making is just completely baffling to me right now. So I put them in this spot based on Patrick Mahomes alone, but I'm not feeling good about the Chiefs being trustworthy. Well, speaking of trust, and I have the Chiefs at number three as well, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Kansas City Chiefs because the public is loading up on the Chiefs this weekend. They think this is a bargain price, anything under a field goal. But as Chris Andrews said to us last week, you know, sometimes when that number is sticking at two and a half, it means the dog is live. And when it's at three and a half, the favorite's probably the right side. So I'd say be careful in this spot. And maybe Kansas City isn't in my top five or isn't number three next week uh, when they go on the road to Levi Stadium on Sunday. But as of right now, they'd still have Patrick Mahomes. His good is as good as anybody in the league. So I'll put them at number three. Sean. Yeah, the top two are pretty self-explanatory. It doesn't really matter what order you have them in. Hopefully at some point we'll get to see Chiefs and Eagles and it'll be in the Super Bowl. So right Bills now, and Eagles, I mean, mean Bills and Eagles. So right now I have the Bills who've overcome injuries. They haven't made any excuses. They just are finding ways to win. It doesn't really matter. And this is why I always tell my co-host Tim Murray, don't tell me about injuries. Everybody has injuries. I mean, look at who the Bills have been without in certain specific games, yet they still sit at 5-1. and one. Josh Allen is arguably the most talented quarterback in the National Football League. I'll go ahead and say I have the Eagles number one. They haven't lost. They've been impressive doing it. They better figure out offensively the adjustments people are making on them at halftime, but once they get that fixed, uh, it's going to be tough to beat the uh, Eagles. Yeah, I flipped it. Uh, I have had the Eagles number one for a while. They're the only unbeaten team, but I'm going to give a slight edge to the Bills right now. So Eagles will be number two for me, Bills number one. You go to Kansas City and you beat the Chiefs and it wasn't the prettiest game, but you're down and you come back. I mean, look at the wins the Bills have put together so far. They went to L.A., destroyed the reigning champs. I get it. They're not very good that this year, so it seems. You go on the road, you come back and you beat Baltimore. You go on the road and you beat Kansas City. Uh, the Bills, to me, despite that loss in Miami, uh, deserve to be number one. Not that far off, though, from the Philadelphia Eagles. That's Sean King. Super Bowl champ from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm Tim Murray. Will Tennessee have some trouble this weekend? Probably not, but we'll ask Brett McMurphy anyways next right here on VEASAN Primetime. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline hey sarah i love that spring break vlog you posted on zigazoo omg you watched it yeah it was edited so well 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a first touchdown scorer prop on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older. To wager, new and existing customer offer, all promotions are subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets, or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Tulane Green Wave great and one of the prides of St. Pete slash Tampa, Florida, Sean King. I'm excited for our next guest. And our next guest resides in that wonderful area (laughs) as well. He is Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. You can follow Brett on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Brett, we appreciate you jumping on. I always love hearing uh, your trivia when you chat with your colleagues, uh, Colin (laughs) Wilson and Stucky. I'm putting you on the spot, but... Anything uh, jump out about the 98 season that my co-host was a part of? Because his green wave are back in the top 25 for the first time since he was the QB down there in New Orleans. Yeah, this this streak's over. Uh, Tulane had one of the longest uh, active streaks not being ranked in the top 25 until uh, this week. And so I'm glad, uh, you know, Sean's uh, getting some, some recognition for the great season they had. And, you know... Funny how things have changed. If a group of five team, if he would have done that now, they would have been in the playoff, or certainly, you know, in a New Year's Six game. But they 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 would have finished above seventh in the country. I know that. You know what's so frustrating, Brett, is when the group of five schools finally got 
a team into the college football playoff. And this is no offense to Desmond Ritter. You know, the truth doesn't have emotions. It was the first time that that team didn't have a super dynamic player at quarterback. If you think about the uh, UCF team, um, I'm drawing a blank on the kid's name. He was fantastic. Milton? Yeah, uh, Mackenzie Mackenzie Milton Milton. before the injury. He was fantastic. That UFF team, Quentin Flowers, fantastic. Like, we've seen some of these teams come along and have great quarterbacks. So, I was like, great on defense, great program that Coach Fickle has built, but probably not dynamic at a quarterback position to go up against a Georgia, Alabama, or Ohio State, Michigan caliber team. Yeah, well, it didn't help that they're playing Alabama, and they basically had no run defense in Alabama, which I think you guys would agree uh, wasn't the greatest rushing team last year. But last year, they just saved and just ran the ball, ran the ball. And, like, I'm going to run the ball, keep the score down, and get, get to the final. And and that's what happened. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got in. You know, they obviously had the big win against Notre Dame. They beat an Indiana team, Power 5 team, that didn't turn out to have much power behind it. But, um, you know, at least they opened the door. And, you know, hey, in a few more years, we'll have a group of five team in the playoff every year when we, when we expand to 12. We're talking to Brett McMurphy, a college football insider for the Action Network. Uh, he, he dabbles, too. You can check him out on Saturday mornings and uh, during the week on, uh, on a podcast called The New BCS, uh, where he'll throw out some picks as well. I want to get to that in just a moment. I didn't plan on going down this road, but I want to keep going down it. You know, when you look at the group of five right now, and we've got you know, an interesting game in the Sun Belt tonight with Troy and South Alabama. Brett, who do you think is the best team and, and who has the best, I guess, avenue to get that G5 berth to the New Year's Six this year? Well, yeah, um, Tim, you're right. There's, there's no undefeateds left in the Group 5. And basically, you know, a couple weeks ago, the Sun Belt, they were the giant killers. But unfortunately, they've kind of been beating up on each other. So I think right now it's very simple. If Tulane or Cincinnati, either team uh, wins out, and that would mean they play in the regular season finale, they would have to turn around and play in the, the American championship game. So if whoever wins that regular season finale can then avoid losing the rematch, I think, I think that's who would go to the New Year's Six game, which is the Cotton Bowl this year. Um, you know, both of them are ranked right now. Obviously, the AP rankings have no bearing on the selection committee rankings. But right now, I, I'm projected Tulane to make it based simply on they have, they have a better win. The win against Kansas State, um, Cincinnati lost to Arkansas. But I just, I just think it's so close. And if those guys beat up on each other, if you've got a one-loss team in the, that wins the Sun Belt, they may get the nod. You know, I don't know, Boise's got two losses, but if they went out, they could they could make a push at it. I think it's, unlike last year, it's, it's really up in the air. And this kind of gives people, um, you know, kind of a glimpse into the future. When we go to a 12-team playoff, instead of only, you know, a 14-team playoff where you've only got a handful of schools that have a realistic chance, now you're going to see what this 12-team playoff would be like where you have, you know, you literally were trying probably 10 teams are up for this New Year's Six game from the Group 5. Um, it'll be a similar situation. You know, we kept two dozen teams in the running for some for some of those 12 playoff spots. You know, I'll be honest with you, Brett. I've done a lot of great things in my life, at least I think I have. You know, I've had a pretty, <laughs> pretty cool existence so far. One of the things that I've never, ever done is been on college game day or been a guest picker on college game day. So all I'm hoping is that November 25th, 
when they don't have Tulane travels to Cincinnati, that game day does a special edition <laughs> and goes to Cincinnati, Ohio, and has the visiting team give them the guest picker. That, that's that's my dream at night when I'm asleep. So not only are they going to have a uh, – you're going to be on it. They're going to have a special edition of college game day. Just well, That truly is a dream. If you're going to dream, dream big, right, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, we're, we're, I know this is this is way off topic, but going down this rabbit hole um, – Tim, I know you like trivia. I won't ask you to. I won't ask you to answer it. But trivia question: the only time I know Corso's missed the last couple of shows. The only time Corso did the show and did not put on the mascot head was, ironically, South Florida. They were playing at Army, and the, the game day was canceled because a monsoon came in about 30 minutes into the show, and they had to do game day from the studio. And so the bullhead was under the desk. The game started, and the USF mascot did not have his head, so he kind of just sat on the sideline until somebody brought it to him uh, in the fourth quarter. But that's the only time Corso, when he was attending a game day, he did not actually put on a mascot head. So, yes. so first of all, that's a party foul because you came on primetime and you mentioned the University of South Florida. I've gone on the ledge the last two years and told people to put their hard-earned money yeah. On the Bulls over the win total, and I've gotten mud and dirt on my face two years in a row, Brett. <laughs> well, I hope you saw. I hope you saw my tweet. I did uh, the other day. I retweeted it today. <laughs> and this is like, I mean, I know you can stats. You can make stats say anything, but this blew my 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 mind. And the reason was Jeff Scott, USF's coach, a couple weeks ago talked about you know their str- He was asked about the struggles at USF, and he said, "Hey." You know, we're you know we're underdogs a lot. It's not like we're favored in all these games. So I thought, okay, let, let's let's look up what Jeff's talking about. Well, he's right. They've been an underdog in three years, twenty three times. <laughs> they have no upset wins. Well, how's that compare to the rest of the country? There's only three other schools in the country in the last three years that have not had an upset win. Florida Atlantic has only had ten attempts, and then Oklahoma twice and Clemson one. So. <laughs> If you're Jeff Scott, I don't know if I would, you know, if I would use that as an angle to save my job that we've been an underdog a lot because every other school in the country has managed to pull off an upset <laughs> except for the Bulls. Well, he's been reading from Dabo's manual, not a whole lot of chapters in there and pages about being 4 and 23 <laughs> and what to say in the press conference. <laughs> I mean, Dab- Dabo's coaching tree looks like uh you know, the, the Peanuts Christmas yeah. special when Linus goes and buys that tree. How to ruin a program. I mean, like, he's even messing up Oklahoma down there, man. I want to work going Scott, on. Tony, what? You got Tony Elliott, Virginia. They're playing tonight against Georgia Tech. You got Brent Venables, not off to the greatest start. And who can remember the, the and I use the word sarcastic, great run that Chad Morris had as Ooh. a head coach. So, Jeez. yeah, Dabo's, Dabo's a coaching tree, not the uh, biggest oak on the block. You can follow Brett on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Does great work over at the Action Network. Hey, Brett, we got about 30 seconds. You got a, you got a pick uh, for this weekend that's jumping out at you? Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I, the number, I know it's gone crazy. I, I know it's not a homer. It's <laughs> 15-4 as an underdog. So, uh, you know, I just look at those numbers. The line's out of whack. Spencer Sanders obviously has some injury issues. He didn't practice last week. He still played. Um, even if he doesn't play, I don't think, you know, Gunnar Gundy, which is Mike's son, I don't think there's a six-point difference there. 
Uh, I think this line is way out of whack. I'm not saying Oklahoma State's going to win, but I think it comes down to a last possession, basically like every other Big 12 game that <laughs> Pretty much. Oklahoma's not involved in. Take the points yeah. with the Pokes, Great stuff, Brett, Brett. We appreciate it. Great stuff. Anytime, guys. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast 